So we're we're hitting the uh, un undiscovered country here. Thirty-one days of dread, day ten. Thirteen demons. This is another board game horror movie. Uh, again, available on Netflix. Uh, latest episode, episode nine, was Beyond the Gates. Uh, this is new stuff, people. Uh, new subgenre, and it's it's fun. It's fun seeing what's happening with it. Let's hit that music. I am, uh, <laughs> I'm recording this at the absolute worst time, uh, other than the times I chose to record while the, uh, construction workers were doing their due diligence at the, uh, recon you know, this newer unit that's, uh, down the hall from me, that's getting completely gutted, uh, which, those were early morning recordings, uh, yeah, so we're, we're in, in uh, about 8 o'clock on, on Saturday, and I got I got I got kids playing in the hall and across the hall. Now, now keep keep in mind everything around me is super quiet. It's secluded. It's a secure like building that I live in. Uh, but but uh, kids are kids, so so kids just be loud sometimes. It's it's not that big of a deal. And uh, yeah, their 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 stuff just carries. So. <laughs> So I, I got that, and my my phone is literally uh, melting from from the uh, Saturday night activity. You know, uh, the typical "What are you doing? Where are you going to be?" Blah 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 blah. blah. And yeah, as everyone knows, I am I'm doing Dream Warriors. So shut your mouth. No, uh, most likely I will um, start to get ready, uh, make make plans, uh, just kind of. Go with the flow um, when I'm done here. But anyway, so uh, th th this this is like very, very cool back-to-back um, -back episodes here. Uh, I've really enjoyed Beyond the Gates, uh, episode 9, and yeah, episode 10, where, where someone else came in with another board game horror movie, and it's, it's 13 Demons. And yeah, this this was suggested to me by someone that knew I was doing Beyond the Gates, and yeah, uh, you know, like it's it's almost the same uh, independent movie type uh, conversation than the previous episode. Uh, so I won't I won't kind of I'll stay away from some of those points. But I don't think I I, I define the uh, three types of independent movies in in uh, day nine. Uh, I, I think I glossed uh, that over real quick. But your your three types are, uh, your top one would be the studio. So it's it's a studio-driven, like Fox Searchlight, uh, Miramax for Disney. So it's, it's, it's a studio-driven, financed, independent movie. Okay. And, you know, those really became prominent and uh, meaningful uh, post-90s. Uh, when independent movies were, you know, more more of a linchpin when it comes to cinema and entertainment, uh, the the middle is mo is most of what we see. The middle are people who have a means of financing, a means to production. Uh, you know, they they have your pillars of um, 
film uh, knowledge, okay, uh, sound editing, you know, even some of them even have the catered food, and, you know, like, we're, we're, most of these were, like, maybe three million and under five million, maybe, uh, you know, like, the, the very modestly uh, budgeted movies, usually bigger concepts uh, sort of thing. Uh, not not uh, like Armageddon big concept. I'm, I just mean uh, usually it's a very focused idea. That's really what I should have said focused. Uh, and then the third one is uh, the one I encourage everyone <laughs> to do, which is you pick up a camera and you just do something. And uh, I think there are so many of these movies out there that are unfinished. And if I could ever do anything with finance and and bringing attention or even cataloging and organizing these films uh for later completion uh you know these would be the ones that people just get inspired and they want to do something and those are the true independent movies uh they are independent to the core right to the dna uh very few of these movies uh resonate elevate do anything but uh my God, are they fun to watch? Are they are and they are to be appreciated, and and uh, I think <laughs> I think wrongfully criticized. Uh, my my friend uh, Tommy Avaluni, uh, who you know I am Santa Claus is uh, he made that that's now on Netflix. He was a producer for Ghostheads, also on Netflix. I don't know if they're available anymore, but they were at one time. Uh, he he started with a movie called Wasted Apples. And, uh, yeah, it, hell of an effort, uh, you know, one of his intent, uh, intention to make this movie was he just wanted a, a, a video of his own that he made on his video shelf with the rest of the movies that he liked and enjoyed. And, yeah, so he, 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 I think he did that by the time he graduated high school. But he kept going, and, yeah, just, he keeps kicking ass, uh, Making making movies, so you know, like we we, we have Tommy uh, Young made the movie. Uh, I think he made like it's 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 his New Jersey trilogy. He was very much inspired by Kevin Smith, and these movies are to be loved. They're not to be criticized. They don't exist to be criticized. You, there is nothing but encouragement that needs to come through these movies because what can come after is meaningful work. And I think some of the movies that, I, that I've been touching on recently are they they fall right into that first category, you know, which is let's not be film critics all the time, you know, let's find these movies, let's focus on who's making them, let's let's find out who these people are and what what can we do to help? How can we elevate uh, talent? How can we just look at something and see, wow, there's there's real strong intent here. There's actually vision there's there's a part of a visionary coming through this work uh and what do we do like you know i think that's your responsibility that is my responsibility uh it is part of the role of dream warriors but yeah so here we go <laughs> 13 demons is a movie uh, do i have to say it do i have to say it i'm, I'm gonna say, hold on. let me drink some of my red bull total zero Oh, it's a movie you have to watch. Stop what you're doing. 
come back at the eighth minute and I'll pause. Welcome back. Thanks for watching it. Okay, so wow, that movie could have uh, had a better ending, right? Uh, I was looking for a hook on, on that ending. So, okay, uh, we'll get to that real quick. So, rundown of the story we have three guys, they find a game. This game is, you know, outlawed. There's rumors about the game. People kind of remember it. They don't remember it. Kind of like Mandela effect. The geekier friend is insisting that all three friends play it because they have to play it because this game is rare. Uh, it's an honor to play it. And they start to play the game. They get sucked in. The game possesses them. And they go on the killing spree. And uh, the movie is sprinkled with a... Um, detective uh, interrogation type environment uh, movie begins that way strong beginning and we have some of that sprinkled throughout the movie uh, obviously ending in, in that room so this is mostly a two two room movie with three guys uh, if you take out the uh, detectives or if you add the uh, detectives of people in the police room, we're, we're maybe talking five or six people. Five or six people. Uh, mostly, this movie has three characters, speaking roles. And uh, what, like you're saying, Pete, I thought they go in the killing spree. They do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we use filmmaking uh, tricks, knowledge. Uh, we experiment a little, we take a risk, and we we have a fun, creative way of not only uh, portraying the deaths in this movie, but uh, the the portal, uh, the the universe, the dimension that they're in, committing these murders. And I just really enjoyed that part of this movie. Uh, it really it reminded me of Bakshi's uh, Lord of the Rings, of that movies uh it's an animated movie but it that movie has an amazing awesome opening narration that is red red background silhouette black silhouette and this reminded me so much of that and pound for pound the bakshi opening narration <laughs> red sky silhouette beats the Peter Jackson opening narration or the uh, the history of the ring narration for his live action Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's style over substance um, in, in, in that case. And style wins. Yeah, so maybe it's some of that was influence rolled into this. Uh, I, I, so we, we, we have a couple things that, that could have been better in this. Um, just right off the bat, I think the, the game needed... Uh, a couple better rules. The game uh, needed to be a little bit more clear on on how they were playing it, a little bit more clear on how it related, like the real life stuff related to the game. Uh, the game itself wasn't much of of a character, uh, not not as much as it was in Beyond the Gates. But then again, we're dealing with two separate types of games, different types of portrayals. But this movie. Uh, you know, everyone's remaking things right now. Can, can we just streamline and remake this movie and just plus it out and add to it and add a little bit more running time? Because I, I, I this, this movie, the concept, and I, you know what? Uh, the acting. 
I thought everyone in this movie kicked butt. I don't know who these people are. They're independent actors. They could be, they could be anywhere. They could be living next door to me. I don't know, but they were good. And it, it, could could the movie have used a little bit more tension, a little bit more, uh, like dread or desperation or confusion when the when everything is being dissected because they're so it's not Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. These people get possessed. And they they vaguely remember what's happening, but but there's no moments where they're struggling for their own humanity. I thought this needed a little bit more of that, but real quick. So the uh, director <laughs> Daniel Falacci, uh, Falacci, uh, Okay, so I looked this guy up. Uh, really could not find him on Twitter. Couldn't find him on on Instagram. Uh, went through his filmography. Yeah, I mean he's 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 making movies. Uh, he has another movie out right now called The uh, Accidental Exorcist. Um, he made another movie. Uh, he he's actually an actor. He's he's an, I think he was he was in this movie too. Uh, Alien Implant came out in two thousand seventeen. Um, Accidental Exorcist was another 2016 movie. He came out with three movies in 2016. <laughs> three movies in 2015. So <laughs> this dude is prolific, okay? He, he, he's been, looks like he's been making live action movies since 2010 or 2013. It's, it's, it's hard to tell with IMDb sometimes. It really is. But yeah, so this uh it he's he's a guy that just making movies okay he he finds a way to to get him out there uh i i think this movie just needs more love it just needs more attention uh let's not abuse this movie um you know worst part of 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 a movie like this uh it needs a hook at the end uh it needs a gotcha i did didn't have it didn't have it um I was expecting it when, so the the moment comes with the police and and these guys where um you know you know it's coming but the the police are screaming at this at the murderers now of these guys possessed and they're still in their possession mode like possession characters through the entire interrogation, but they're screaming and they're they're saying, uh it's a game it's a game it's fake it's fake it's a game it's a game and and. And we, we have this, this escalating moment. And essentially what happens is it goes from there back into the portal with these two men uh, who they they confront each other in the portal and we roll credits. Okay. So uh, I think what, what it needed was that, that blurred line of that this is really happening, that the game is for real. Or it's not, but it, it needed that wink that this game's for real, and it, that didn't come off, didn't sell well, fell, um, fell flat. But like up until that point, like we we have something here. We have a limited, um, we have a limited movie, like in in the most positive way, in the most filmmaking of ways, which is we have three characters. We have one scene, <laughs> or like one environment, one table. We have just just imagine that we're gonna have three guys. We're gonna have three guys at a table, 
we're gonna have him playing a board game, and we're gonna have a movie. Okay. When I see things like this, I know I get excited because I just see the the, the potential for other other individuals, other people out there that want to do this, that want to create, that want to make content, and there's nothing holding you back if, when you see a movie like this. You can just go out there and you can make a movie. It doesn't matter your limitations. Just use your limitations for you for make them a uh make them one of your advantages make them a an, an asset and like really it just it got me even thinking with with norm you know uh you know with his like hopes and dreams and it's just like wow man like norm like you're overcomplicating it just do it just, like just jump out there and make a freaking movie so 13 demons uh yeah again is setting the stage for one of these bigger studios to come in and take this genre over because it has nostalgia. Uh, it, it callbacks to uh, like an industry that is now niche. Um, again, you still go into toy stores and well, not really because Toys R Us is over, but you go into Walmart, you go into Target, and they have board games there. Okay. Uh, specialty board games are through like some bookstores and stuff like that and then we have some hobby shops but i guess like kickstarter is really the focus on new cool original board games maybe mondo mondo tees at austin texas uh but other than that it's not this huge giant industry it's not like a linchpin for these game companies like it was when we were growing up and and i say we <laughs> myself because i'm an old man but yeah it's 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 great. It's great seeing this. And I, I remember when Battleship was coming out. It's, it's like that, the idea that that movie was based on the board game was bonkers. And we saw the movie. And we, we all said, what the heck? Same reason why you say what the heck from video game board games. Because video games do not have the source content to make great movies. This is a lot of people kind of miss this point. They miss this observation. Uh, but making the game, the movie about the board game, genius. Like, we really haven't seen it before. And I just want this ball to keep rolling. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really have very little else to say other than watch this movie, watch Beyond the Gates, watch them back to back, have a good time. Uh,. Take a shot every time you see blood or violence, or uh, every time you know. I would say in, in in this one, take a shot every time someone speaks in a accent, or drink for five seconds every time someone speaks in a accent. <laughs> Drinking game for for this, okay? That you will get show wasted, but yeah, uh, Dream Warriors, thirty one days of dread, day ten. Uh, signing off people uh, be good and